Welcome back to the Hank Strange situation. Make sure you guys subscribe, thumbs up, ring the bell so you can be notified on every time we go live. Gentlemen, I want to see an episode 499 jazz hands from you. Come on, let's do it. Woo, there we go. Jazz hands. I hope you got your big girl panties on. This one more episode and we hit 500, baby. 500's coming up really fast. Everyone coming in, please smash those thumbs ups as you get in here. Uh, we really do appreciate that. The show is brought to us by Franklin Armory, makers of binary triggers for all kinds of cool firearms, including uh, 1022 binary trigger coming out. Say what? So thanks to the Franklin Armory guys for uh, you know supporting the podcast here. We appreciate that along with everyone else that does support it. So here, here's the thing. The guests tonight are both named Richard. We have Richard Hughes of Flying Rich, right? We got him. There he goes. There's Richard Hughes, Flying Rich. Then we have uh, Richard, uh, what's Hoffman. Hoffman. Sorry, I forgot the name. It's like Dustin Hoffman. Except, Be that way. Yeah, except you're uh, better looking. But, you know, I mean, that's not You're such a, a freaking liar. <laughs> I just said that's not saying a lot. Neither one of you. No, I'm just kidding. We've got Richard Hoffman, BWE Firearms. He's also here. Um, you know what, gentlemen? I liked, I was going to put this in the titles, Two Dicks. But, <laughs> no, that's two big dicks. Lola just gave me an evil look. <laughs> so Would I don't we get banned for that. I don't know. You're both named Richard. That's a nickname. That's we cannot get in trouble for calling either one of you dicks because that's your nickname. Just like Hank is a you know it's a nickname, Hank, right? This is what I signed up for, huh? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how to differentiate the two of you. Um, I don't know. Yeah. What, what hey, should I, I do? Should I say Rick? Hoffman, Hughes? Oh, my God, both H at the end, too. That's just totally annoying. Yeah, R-H. Yeah, that, that works. Yeah. And then Richard for the other guy. I don't know. So what do you guys, do you have, uh, Richard Hoffman, do you have a nickname that you prefer, or should we just make up one for you right now? Oh, you could just make up one. No. I'll no. answer to anything. Yeah. I mean, we could call you BWE. I don't know. That, uh, that works. Yeah. Uh, what, yeah. We could, we'll just say BWE. It's too much. I can't remember that much. Okay. I'm too old to be remembering that much. Unless you have a nickname, Hughes. Uh, yeah. You could call me Flying Rich. Flying Rich. Okay. So Flying Rich, BWE Rich, both here. Thanks so much for joining. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Uh, I'm still for. Wait for the results from uh, the Sesame Street count. Oh, <laughs> immediately you want to go to the caucus. <laughs> immediately. Did you see the post on Facebook with uh, the count from Sesame Street? No. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. They're going to they get him to count the caucus. <laughs> It was it was a nightmare. I know that it was a nightmare. <laughs> well, so hold on. I think they didn't they actually come up with um I thought there was a I think okay, if you go to Google here, which I'll throw in um what's on my phone here, there actually is there there is a count that came up now. So I think let's see, we'll put it up here. This is from my Google page. Um Pete Bootygeg. Is that how we say it? Bootygeg? Yeah. Is that is that valid, Booty Gag? Okay, so Booty Gag, uh, he's got uh, ten delegates, twenty six point nine percent of the vote, three hundred 
363 count. Bernie Sanders, 10 delegates, 25.1 with 338. So Bernie and Gag are tied for the tops. Elizabeth Warren, she's third with four delegates, 18.3%. And Joe Biden has goose eggs, zero, with 15.6, 210 votes. Yeah, but haven't so. switched all the votes over to him yet. Yeah, of course. Of course, we know that's going to happen. So basically, the people of Iowa say uh, Buttigieg and, um, and what's his face? Uh, oh, uh, Bernie. Yeah, Buttigieg and Bernie. That's what the people of Iowa said. But yes, yesterday, we know the reason why we can't switch voting in America over to an iPhone app. <laughs> right? We found out. Why? Well, even the regular telephone app didn't, like the telephone call-in thing didn't work either, right? Well, they didn't answer the damn phone. Uh, I mean, they, answer the damn phone. <laughs> they didn't think it was important to properly test it. Yeah, yeah somebody definitely needs to retire over there. Drunk. Yeah, so that was amazing. Did you? Do you guys actually, because I didn't stay up and watch any of that. I went home, I got tired, went to sleep. Uh, I think we stayed up till 11 last night waiting for some results and i'm like you know what f this it's not happening oh okay how was the liberal media to wh where were you watching on fox news damn right i was watching oh, okay. fox news so cnn fox... isn't getting my viewership all right so how was fox news doing it uh, they, i don't know if fox news is any better than cnn honestly it's not uh, at least they don't insult me i don't have uh, don lemon laughing at me Telling me I can't find Ukraine if there was a U and a crane you, on the map. You just like the legs. You just like the legs. Don't don't lie. Say, say the truth. The wife's not watching right now. Yeah, no, she's not here yet. Yeah. So, so I got about half hour before I get yelled at for something. Yeah, exactly. I hope you unplugged all extension cords. <laughs> I cleaned up around the birdcage. Yeah. We know why you got beaten the last time with a hanger. So make sure there's nothing for your wife to trip over when she gets in there. Um, yeah. So you watched it. You watched it on Fox News. What was? What, yeah. So yeah. what it seems like they were. You ever watch live news where they have no idea what to say and they're fished around for something to say? And um, it just goes I do on. that. I do that every day from 7 p.m. Yeah, you do that to two 9 hours a night. Eastern. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I looked at that and I said, I'm calling it. Let's roll over. Go to bed. Turn the oh. TV off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Len Holt, I'm going to throw this up here, and then you can get in here, Rich, BWE Rich. Len Holt says, did you hear the company that created the app was um, was a Clinton campaign person? Is that true? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that's what I heard. Yeah. That sounds uh, totally plausible. Because <laughs> Hillary wasn't. I bet you if Hillary was on there, they would have came out like, yes, Hillary, 100% of the delegates. I bet she up winning. Yeah, yeah. So did you stay up, uh, did you stay up, uh, BWE, Rich? See, this is going to be confusing. I was up, but I wasn't watching. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, at commercials. Uh -huh. You know, from something important, Star Trek or something, I'd, I'd bounce over to Fox or something and see if they had come out with anything and Wait a second. laugh at them. Wait a second. You watch Star Trek? Hell yes. Really? Every night. Oh, wow. I had you pegged totally wrong. On what the hell station is that? Is this regular TV? Is this cable? Is it on the cable. internet? 
something something in heroes icons and heroes or something on ours it's like right. channel 233 oh wow okay. h and i all right hero um, heroes and icons that's what it is oh okay so this is old school star trek you watch it yeah every night they play every single series and they play them all in order they don't mix them up oh so captain kirk yep they start with kirk and then they move to next generation and then oh uh, uh. Okay. What was next? Deep Space Nine? Deep uh, Space Nine, Voyager. And Voyager, yeah, yeah, Voyager, and then uh, Enterprise. I think, no I think Deep Space Final Nine Conflict? and Voyager were concurrent, huh? No Earth Final Conflict? Nope. Yeah. Huh, that, he's, only a, he's only up on the communist, the communist uh, Star Wars stuff, so there you go. Now, oh, Star you Trek, know Star Deep Trek, Star Trek. Deep Space Nine was... Um, Gene Roddenberry's version of The Love Boat. Yep. And Voyager was Gene Roddenberry's version of Gilligan's Island. Really? <laughs> About right. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. Yes, absolutely, I do. Uh, by the way, folks coming in here, smash the thumbs ups. Okay, very interesting to know. Uh, BWE Rich, see, this is what happens. This is what happens when you have two extra dicks, you don't know what to do with them. <laughs> I, really I got two extra something. Huh? Look okay. what I got. Oh, oh! Look at An you! You got—he's got, got oh, a battle no. song. He's got a battle song. Uh, guess who gave him to me? Oh, I—I I don't know. Yeah, I guess you. Star Trek. No, Chris Ellog. Yeah, Special K. Yeah, and he said I should give one to you. Oh, one is supposed to be for me. Yeah, one's for you. Really? Why is Are he you gonna give me a knife? I don't know him. No, no, <laughs> not you, you, me, you. <laughs> That's what he's talking about here. Uh, <laughs> see, this is not. This is. I can tell. The, Actually, the 499th episode is going to be a disaster. <laughs> um, you know what, Hank? I'll leave it at Rich's place. What are you doing for lunch tomorrow, Rich? Uh, working. What are you leaving it at? Don't leave it over at his place. What's that's not going to do anything for me. I'm not going over to his place anytime soon. It's more likely that Rich is going to be coming out to my. No, listen. You need to Look. put that thing in the mail. Uh-oh. Mail? Yeah. Look, just, you know. Swords are coming out. This is like uh, this is like Walter Walter 2.0 here, man. The swords are We're coming trying. out. We're trying. Yeah. Wait, everyone. Hold on. I'll take out a, I'll take out a knife, too. It's not as big. It's not as big as yours. But it's not the size. It's what you do with it that counts. That's, it's the motion. Yeah. Yeah. I um, got a deburring tool. Yeah. I'll bear the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to stop by Rich's place. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't, uh, whatever you do, don't go over there and get deburred. <laughs> yeah, that's just not, uh, that's just not going to be a good look. Um, let's see. So, okay, so the caucus, nightmare, nightmare, lots of jokes around that. Um, even the liberal media was mad. I saw that this morning. Everybody's mad. Everybody's oh, yeah. mad that they totally messed it up. Uh, do you guys do you what do you guys think this portends for the upcoming elections in I don't know I mean like two hundred and I, I think day. it's an outright win for the Democrats. Bernie Sanders is going to rule the country with a Democratic House and a Democratic Senate, and we're just going to be screwed. It's going to be like Venezuela in no time. Oh really? Yeah. You think Bernie has a shot? Me. You think Bernie has a shot? Yeah, I mean it's not going to really be because Bernie's not. He's he's socialist, right? So. 
the um, the incumbent president, I believe, statistically has an 86 percent chance of winning since uh, there's been a two party system in this country. Is that the statistics? Eighty six percent. Yeah, it's something yeah. like that. Yeah. Wow. wow. Also, and, OK, go ahead. With a positive economy, the mm-hmm. only thing that can be done to F Trump is if the Democrats start stirring things up with somebody overseas. So the the virus, uh, the coronavirus, could be an issue because that could dent the economy, the world economy. Uh, if we have any conflicts, you know, kicking up overseas, that mm. could bring us down also. Okay. But realistically, if things continue like they are, there is no way Trump is not getting elected. And that's not because I'm a Trump fanboy. Period. That's just statistics. If positive economy like this, nobody's changing the horse midstream. Yeah. What do you think about yeah. that? Uh, what do you think about that, BW? Yeah, I, you know, I think Rich is right. You know, yeah. that unless something big happens, Trump's going to get reelected. Yeah. I think I'm going to call you sci-fi rich. <laughs> I, think, I don't know. That just popped in my head. I don't know. It's got nothing to do with anything at this point. I'm just, okay. I'm just, I'm just uh, testing out nicknames. Uh, yeah. Fine. <laughs> No, no, you 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 agree with that one too easily. Please let us know what nicknames to give to these uh, these two Richards out here. We got to come up with. Where's Pebbles, by the way? Uh, he's in the other room screaming. He must know I'm like live. Oh, okay, yeah. What we gotta do is put a little camera on Pebbles. We put him in the fourth window <laughs> next time. <laughs> okay, so eighty six percent chance Trump wins. You were saying that. Um, you know, maybe the coronavirus could could be something. Do you think that's really going to mess with America's economy? Obviously, it's going to take a, a massive toll on uh, China's economy right. and maybe Trade some other places. Mm-hmm. Everything is built in China. So if we've got issues with the Chinese supply uh, chain, mm-hmm. and right now, the when, when was Chinese New Year? I, th- I don't know if it happened like think, a week ago. I think it was a week ago. We are in the year of the rat, by the way. Boom, boom. That's my year. Because the the Chinese New Year is a big deal because, uh, you know, it's like, hey, get your orders in before the New Year because, you know, nothing's going to ship out of China for two weeks. Yeah. Um, Yes, this is definitely going to affect that because nothing much is going to be going on in in some parts. I don't think all of China, but in some parts of China, there's not going to be much going on, at least for a little while. Until they get this locked down. I don't. So, yeah. okay, China makes a lot of stuff. America consumes a lot of stuff in the world, but I think we can live, we in America can live a few months without getting new stuff from China. It's, I don't know how they are going to fare not selling stuff to us. Well, they're, they're already hosed because, mm-hmm. you know, Trump put the clamps on them with trade. So yeah. uh, mm-hmm. they've been feeling it hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be tougher for them than it is for us. Oh, us, we're not going to have any new phones to buy. No new electronics to buy. I don't think we're really going to suffer that much over here based on it. You know, I think our economy is still going to go. There's still a lot of stuff out there in the world to buy. You know, we really suffer if there's no food influx, but we got, I think we covered on that too. I got plenty of stuff to sell. Yeah. If anybody needs to buy something, just come here. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah. 
So let's see. Um, I'm trying to see what else is going on here. I see Care Bear on the Holiday Road out there saying something. Um, I'm trying to see if that has anything, if anyone's trying to get our attention here. Okay, so we, you, you guys think we're set, or do you really think there's a good chance that we'll be affected by horribly by the coronavirus? You know, it sounds like we got it locked down. And again, this is one of the better reasons for a secure southern border, because all sorts of people, not just people from South America, are mm-hmm. coming through the southern border. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a it's a world known vulnerability. Yeah. So if somebody wants to get in from China yeah. or somebody Anywhere. who's playing. Yeah. You know, I mean, just... Mexico is the place that people around the world go to to get into America. Get into the U.S. Yeah. So I've been trying to get Richard Monder to go to Mexico and come in. Richard's trying to do the right thing. You know, shout out to Richard Monder. If anyone needs shout outs out there, we will give you shout outs. Uh, but we need everyone to smash the thumbs ups. I'll tell you what, I'll set a challenge. Oh, do we lose? It looks like we lost the other Richard. I don't know. All what did you do? Just... What did you do? What'd you do, Richard? You... There he is. Okay, he's back. He's back. Yeah, um, I'll set this challenge. If we let's let's see if we can, uh, you know, how fast can we get to a hundred thumbs ups, and then I'll give shout outs to everyone on the four hundred and ninety ninth episode of the show. Um, everyone listening has to like share, get their friends to get online here and hang out and uh, hang out with us. We've got uh, Flying Rich here as well as Richard from BWE. So. All right, let's see. What else What else was going on? Anything else going on overnight or since I've seen you guys? I can't remember. BWE, how long ago was it we saw you? I can't remember the last time you were on. I thought it was before we went out to SHOT Show. I think it was right before you went out to SHOT Show. Yeah, yeah. So, And you didn't obviously go out to SHOT Show. Anything that you saw there that you're like, oh, this is amazing. I got to no. have this. No, no, uh. not excited by anything. You, no. I, I, I don't get excited by much. Oh, you're you know, poor. money. You're, okay, your poor wife. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm trying to hit the thumbs up here. So oh. <laughs> leave me alone while I hit the thumbs up. <laughs> it's too technical for you. That's too technical. <laughs> too many, too many technical things going on there. All right, yeah. so you didn't see a, a twenty-two or five-seven pistol that you got to have or anything like that. Uh, I I hate that stupid five-seven. What a useless piece of crap! Oh, are you talking about the uh, Ruger or the five-seven oh, yes. round? That FN five-seven piece of junk. Oh, you're talking about the FN. Oh, okay. I, I'm talking about the caliber. Oh, the the caliber. Oh, wow. I don't understand the caliber. Oh, okay. You know, everybody goes nuts over it. And its whole claim to fame is, uh, yuck, that with armor-piercing ammo, it goes through a bulletproof vest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't get the armor-piercing ammo in this country. So what's the point? Um, okay, what, what do you say to that, Richard Hughes? Stargate SG-1? Huh? It was used on Stargate SG-1. And Stargate Atlantis. I mean, I like Stargate, but, you know, that and it's plastic. Well, the ammo's not plastic, okay? The ammo's not plastic. Yeah, the ammo's not. The gun. That's some other stupid idea. (laughs) The 5.7 pistol is plastic. Uh, Not all of it. It's not all plastic. I think it's a good gun. I think it's a good gun. 
Do you have any defense of the five seven pistol? The, my 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 biggest complaint with it is it's, it's expensive. Yeah, I mean, with me, it's the price and you know not being able to get armor piercing ammo defeats mm-hmm. the whole purpose of it. Okay. So you know, I've I, shot the guns and yeah, they're fun to shoot, but kind of expensive. So I, I kind of break guns down into, you know, philosophy of use and why do I want a particular gun? And I, and I might just want a gun because it's cool. And or I was thinking about selling my 5.7 and PS90, but then I heard Hank sold his and he was upset about it. And yeah. I figured every time I go by Hank's, I'll just bring it to his house. Yeah. And you just want to torture me. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I. you know what? I wish, in hindsight, I should have just held on to them because now I would have to go back and buy one. If I if I got a PS90, I would probably uh, SBR that bad boy. Um, and the 5.7 pistol, I'll probably go in for, like, the flat Dark Earth one. But I got to I, I like the fact that Ruger came out with something. I didn't shoot it, did handle it. Seems cool. I hope that helps competition-wise or something to bring down the price of the FN. But honestly, if the Ruger's cool, I might not need to buy the FN. Look, the, the Ruger's half the price of the FN. Yeah, I, w- yeah. I wouldn't buy that stupid FN. Yeah. You know, they're they're on drugs. So yeah. you know both Hank and I bought one of those, right? Yeah. Oh, he doesn't care. <laughs> I don't care. Have you ever met Richard? I don't think he gives, I don't think he gives a crap. <laughs> He's in a whole different category. Do you want to explain to people like what kind of guns you're into, Richard? Um, you know, if I shoot somebody, I don't want to put a hole in them. I want them to disappear. Okay. You know. So uh, you want a Mandalorian rifle? Oh yeah, I'd love one of those, and yeah. but I'd have to get two because I'd have to get one for my wife. Because if I got one, she'd take it. Oh, okay. Understood. So I wouldn't have one. Oh, okay. Uh, so what's your so so what's your favorite handgun then? What's your handgun of choice? I know you, I know you have a bunch of different. You know, you've obviously got machine yeah. guns. You know, you you're into Uzis and that kind of thing. But what you know, handguns. Yeah. Uh, Colt single action army. Um, Browning high power. Uh, 1911. I'm sensing a, a taste for the old school. Yeah, old school. Well, one, right. I I don't understand the plastic guns. Because what do you do when you're out of ammo? He's been talking to Tyvin. You know, yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I, what, I, what do you mean? Okay, what, what do you mean? What do you do when you're out of ammo? Here's what you do: you, do. Out, you magazine release, put in another magazine. Get back in there. No, you That's are what you out do. of ammo. Oh, out of ammo. Yeah. Uh, depending on how many rounds you had, if you're out of ammo, you're, I don't know, I don't know what to say to you, but you should have some kind of backup gun, or are you trying to say you're going to throw that gun at someone? Because how good are you at throwing guns? No, I'm saying I'm going to tomahawk the shit out of them. I'm gonna oh, okay. So you... <laughs> So you practice this. You grab when you go... the and the, the you know the grip comes out here and you just okay. go right into their skull. A uh, baby face says can't throw it. Listen, so here's what I want to know. When you go to the range, like when the rest of us go to the range and we're going through drills or whatever or practicing, do you actually practice, oh, I'm out of ammo. 
Throw the gun now. Do you actually do that? Do you practice no, that? I, really? When I go to the range, uh -huh. I've got sub guns. So that's your backup right there. Sub guns. I mean, come on. No, who's more, who's going to be more gangster than that? Yeah. And I mean, I don't know why, but I don't carry. I just never saw the need to carry. Oh, so now we're so now now we're in a completely different category. Oh yeah. So you don't even carry. So oh. let's so when you're out there on the streets, when if you're out I there, can, uh huh. It's because I've got a lot of money on me. I've got a lot of guns on me, or in the vehicle. Mm -hmm. And then I don't fuck around. I usually carry an Uzi. Okay. Um, those are not up. super accurate, but uh, but you know I get oh, they, they throw lots of hot slugs down range. A lot more accurate than you think. Yeah. So so here's the thing. So usually you don't carry. That's what you're usually saying. Usually I don't. You don't carry. Okay. So if you happen to be, do you leave the house? This is uh, this is probably the first yeah. question. You do leave the house. On what kind Please. of frequency oh. do you leave your house? Once every day? Okay. Every day. Okay. Every day, like twice a day, you leave the house. Um, you know, if, if you if you run into a situation, you did not carry, what would you do? The two times that I've been in a situation, mm -hmm. um, both times I had a knife, didn't okay. bother to pull it out. The one guy tried to rob me. I don't know. I was 10 years old. I mm -hmm. uh, had my money in my shirt pocket, mm -hmm. stuck his fingers in my shirt pocket. Bad mistake. Okay. I grabbed his fingers, kicked him in the nuts, and then took his fingers and just went like that until they snapped. <sighs> okay. That's when you were 10 years old, 110 years ago. <laughs> 110 years ago. <laughs> Come on, I'm not that old. It was 109 years ago. I'm just giving you the same. I'm giving you the same harassment. Oh yeah, I, I would you do know. to Walter. Um, okay, listen, this just does not sit right with me. I mean, you don't carry, which is your right. You're absolutely your right, and all that kind of stuff. But if you don't carry, why are you so mad at the five seven pistol? Because if you're not, if you get into a situation, none, your machine guns are not coming out of the safe and going. Oh, they're not like lassie guns. Like, oh no, we think Richard's in trouble. Let's go, let's go down to the McDonald's and save Richard. So it oh, doesn't I, really, it doesn't I really, none say, of that really matters. I didn't say I don't have machine guns close at hand. Okay. Okay. I I don't carry. I don't have them on my person. Okay. So, okay. So, but you're saying somehow usually you got some machine guns around. Yeah, I always, always. Oh. Okay, interesting. I don't know I don't, if I should go any further. <laughs> I don't want. To. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sure people know. have questions. I don't know, <laughs> Hughes. If you have a question, jump in here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give uh, some people a chance to come. Because my first thing would be like, if you have machine guns around, I am going to follow you. No, I'm just kidding. And that's why gonna... I have machine yeah. guns with. Yeah. Because I have had people follow me. Oh, okay, but you keep the machine guns in the car in a bag. Yeah, I, 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 I don't. I don't want you to really expose uh, security secrets. Yeah, I keep secrets. the car at hand with okay. magazines right there. Okay, 
And when, when they're in the car, the bolts are locked back. They're open bolt mm-hmm. guns, so all I do is slap a magazine in and pull the trigger. Yeah, okay. I also don't believe in safeties. Okay, all right. I okay. hate safety. Yeah. Um, what do you think about all this, Richard Hughes? I, you know, it's all right, so I don't believe in safeties, but I yeah. also believe in carrying all the time. Now, I'm 54. I've never needed a firearm, but... Mm-hmm. Look, I, I live kind of in a rural area in Palm Beach, mm-hmm. and if you know stuff happens, you know, the Palm Beach police, uh, the Palm Beach Jupiter police, told me, "Hey, you take care of the problem. Call the sheriff." And I'm like, "What?" Yeah. I'm like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, ideally, well, the professional. Two hours later, they'll show up if they feel like it. Yeah. Right. In 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 all cases, it, you know, one of the one of the things that you have to contemplate about carrying all the time mm-hmm. is. Um, what if, if I have to use a firearm, it's going to cost me $10,000 in legal fees, very likely. Mm-hmm. So the question is, if I can wait for the professional to deal with it, then I'm going to wait for the professional to deal with it. Um, if you've got the luxury of that kind of time. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. If I have to deal with it, then I'm ready to go. And, mm-hmm. and I don't slap a mag in and turn a safety off. It's just ready to go. Yeah, a um, couple of things come uh, coming in here. Um, Armament and Axis says I'm thinking the movie Falling Down. Uh, <laughs> Night Train says I still have visions of the time Reagan was shot at the Secret Service agent pulling out that Uzi. Um, listen, I know there's some prob- there's probably some people. Motorboater wants to know if you carry at the bank, convenience store, Walmart, etc. Look, there's probably people saying you know, hey, you carry all the time. Ultimately, first, we believe in freedom. People are free to do whatever they want to do. Everyone does not carry all the time, by the way. Um, And then also, Richard is mean some bitch, obviously. If he's snapping fingers. I I just don't care. I hate everyone. Yeah. You know, I've been called a racist. It's like, (laughs) no, I'm not a racist. I hate everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I don't know. I don't know who's actually going to mess with him, but I listen. The times I've needed to defend myself, um, you know, are all the times before I actually carried. So when I so now that I do carry legally, I I'm not doing it hoping that things come up and I need to be able to defend myself. I'm doing it in case. The best thing in my life is that I live my entire life and leave the world and never have to defend myself again. But for me personally, I want to make sure that if those times come up again as they have in the past and I was not able to do something, and I'm sure a lot, lots of people out there can relate to that, that I am able to do it. But obviously everyone has their different things. And I think what you're trying to say, Rich, is that you know, unless you feel that you're doing something, that you're putting a lot of stuff at risk, you're not really worried. You're not like you don't no, feel like I, you're going to be accosted or anything like that. On a regular, most people will see you and cross the street. And, yeah, and my head is always on a swivel. Mm-hmm. I'm always conscious of what's going on around me. Mm-hmm. And if I see something I don't like, I'm gone. Right. Okay. You know. Okay. Yeah. You know, because I don't give a shit if somebody else gets killed. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as it's not my wife or my kids, I could care less. Okay. So I know there's some people out there asking, like, what exactly you do for a living if people have never tuned in and seen you here. You want to explain to the folks what you do? Like, what like, what do you do? What kind of guns are you into? What kind of guns do you usually um, have around, et cetera? 
uh, you know, I've always got a safe full of, uh, you know, machine guns, submachine guns, mostly, mm-hmm. uh, mostly Uzis and, uh, Smith 76s. Mm-hmm. The only machine submachine gun Smith and Wesson ever made. Um, can you see that? Yes. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to touch it though. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe if I think hard enough, I can move it with telepathy or something. Yeah. Um, but you're not, you're not Spock, by the way. No, you're not. Spock. Yeah, I'm trying. You're not, you're not I don't a, have the ears for it. Yeah. You're not on Spock level. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, and I've been a gunsmith for 37 years now. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of, I've always liked machine guns, always. Mm-hmm. Even when I was a kid, I loved them. Mm-hmm. And just somehow somebody brought Newsy in. And then somebody brought, somebody else brought Newsy in. Mm-hmm. Well, before I knew it, I'm the guy in the country to go to with Uzi mm-hmm. if you need your Uzi fixed. Right, right. Uh, and now I'm doing the same thing with the Smith 76. And, the and there's MK. not a lot of guys doing that. I'm taking and it. There's right. not a lot of guys that do it. You know, we're yeah. a small community. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And now I'm starting lines of parts for those two guns because parts are drying up. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, so that's a very unique um, situation, which is great when you're running a business to be in a situation where, you know, um, it's you all have about some... the itch. Yeah. So, I mean, I know people might think, oh, that's crazy. All gun guys carry all the time. I think the reality here might be surprising to you to hear, yeah, Richard from BWE's answer. I would say that I'm telling you, like, I practice carrying all the time, unless I'm going someplace like I did jury duty yesterday and obviously could not go in the court carrying so i didn't um but i practice carrying all the time when i can do so um especially when i know that i'm not going through a metal detector or something like that but you know not everyone's like that the truth the reality of the of the fact here is not everyone does that not everyone carries all the time i think there's lots of people out there that they do it when they feel like oh there's some reason why I need to do it. For me, these are tools that I think that, you know, we're not, if you're leaving the house expecting something to happen, it's, it's the probability of it actually happen, I think, is, you know, it's, it's lower. I, th- I just do that every day as a practice. So if something pops up, okay, this is an option that I have. But I don't think everyone does it. I don't think we have to force everyone to do it. Everyone has their reasons and their ways of thinking, so... You know, yeah, I just and, think we have to do, you know, that. you know, and I'm a firm believer that mm-hmm. when my number's up, my number's up, there's nothing that anybody, myself or anybody else can do about it. Mm-hmm. So why worry about it? I got enough problems. You know, it's just something I don't have to worry about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't uh, think I don't think you're alone. I think in the gun world here that, you know, that we're talking about this, probably people are like, what? You know, yeah. but I think the, the re- I'm going to say the reality of that statistically, you're probably right up there with a lot of people. Um, I, I'm going to let Richard Hughes chime in here for a second and tell tell me whether or not I'm wrong with that assessment. Uh, Shooting Gallery Any gave us ten bucks. He says carrying a gun is like a, a like a condom. Rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. 
Well, I don't need condoms. <laughs> <laughs> How did I know that not, was good? Not... <laughs> Yeah. I want to give a shout out to Shoot a Gallery. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I kind of actually. So the, here's here's the dumb story. Since I started flying an airplane, I've never had a car accident, but I've had two plane accidents. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> I've had enough car accidents for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I I don't actually need to wear a seatbelt in my car or I haven't in 20 plus years, but I do wear one every day. And I, I just think it's part of being prepared. Now, my, my opinion has changed uh, first growing up in New York and then coming down here in Florida. And I came to Florida after I was married. So at that point, it was more important that I'm able to protect my family and able to protect myself because I support my family. Mm-hmm. So those those are the reasons that I carry. And, uh, you know, I, I used to have the sheepdog philosophy, but my wife's like, nope, if if it's somebody else, that's their problem. You're taking care of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually had this talk with Clover a couple of weeks back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's kind of limited sheepdog. Let me put it that way. If you see something about to happen and stop it, fine. Uh, if it's none of your business, that's, you know, or if you're not able to easily facilitate a quick solution to that, then, then stay the heck out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, uh, I think the sheepdog mentality is um, a good one. I think, honestly, like you just said, it's a sheepdog mentality with a grain of salt, right? You yeah. have to think about yeah, exactly yeah. what's happening here, what's going on. Um, is this a situation that cops need to be handling? Are handling? You know, is well, they're never handling it. Yeah, uh, uh, it, it happens. Some people that carry guns get into things when they see cops doing things, and you should not. Um, I would like to think that most people realize you; those guys are professionals. They're indemnified for what they do. Like Rich was saying earlier, you're not indemnified. Yeah. You know, so right. you need to let them do things unless there's you're in a situation that there's no way out or it's imminent to you that someone is someone's life is in danger. Right. And that you could do something about it. So, um. well, and I think, you know, to give a little more credit to Richard, mm-hmm. the, I think a lot of it is, hey, if I can. Our first job as CCWs is to avoid the problem. Mm-hmm. And whether that's uh, de-escalating a situation or mm-hmm. just completely avoiding a situation or not going someplace risky, that's mm-hmm. that's really – it's not like, yeah, I'm ready. I, I've been training yeah. all week. You know, no. Nah. No, yeah. And there's plenty not. of idiots like that out there. Yeah. Um, yeah next, oh, I, oh yeah. you're an – one um, of the guys I know is like that. It's like you're a moron. You're going <laughs> to get shot. <laughs> Yannick Stoner says, I don't carry all the time. Sometimes it's because of California and all the stupid laws. Uh, they kind of scared me. Uh, scared, uh, what is it? They. I guess they made him scared that he'll lose his guns. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this, look, there's a lot of different situations. I think ultimately people need to have choices. You'd be surprised. So, you know what's weird? In, in, in places, this is what I've noticed. You were talking about being from New York, right? I've noticed in places like Florida, Texas, et cetera, depending on where you go, right? 
Um, of course, so this is not a, a blanket statement for everywhere, but in places where you could easily have guns, carry guns, people have them and carry them, um, those are more polite societies. Yes. People usually yeah. are respectful to each other and leave each other alone because you don't know that old curmudgeon over there that looks like Rich <laughs> might wet you up with an Uzi or the little old lady, you know, she might be a sharpshooter. You don't really know. So people are nicer to each other. Then in a place like places like New York, right, where it's so much more difficult um, and, and there's so much more crime and all that kind of stuff and people can't carry, that's the place where you actually need it. You know, if people were able to carry there, if they could open carry or something like that, it would probably be safer and better for everyone. And the laws over there prevent people from doing that. And they have massive problems and there's things going on all the time. And then places where people can carry and can defend themselves and people have that overall, have that mindset, it's a completely different thing. So just one of the weird dichotomies. Uh, Shooting Gallery, any says, uh, what is this? Only place I don't carry is work. That's what he says. I carry at work. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't carry at work, but there's always three or four or five or six machine guns sitting there in magazines. So Yeah. Um, Night Train says something I agree with, and this is why we had the USCCA guys on, and I do have their insurance as well. And um, if you guys are interested in it, you know, uh, we've got links and stuff like that we could share with you for USCCA. Yeah, it's in the description um, of this video. Um, and here's what he says. I strongly suggest you good folks out there who carry regularly get the USCCA insurance. I agree with that. Um, you know, at least you have something to help you out of that situation. Like uh, Richard Hughes was saying here that, you know, because once that happens, whether you're wrong or right or whatever, you're, you're probably going to need a lawyer after that. Right. Yeah. Right. So um, I think... You know, it's something I put off for a long time, and uh, what was it? I think sometime last year I was like, you know what? I sh really should not be putting this off. This is something that I should be doing just as much as I carry, right? I should have this insurance. And we've had yeah. those guys on. We'll have them on again. I'm sure you guys see all this stuff. I think it's uh, something that you should think about. It is important. Um, yeah, the, uh, the other thing is with me not carrying, I don't have a CCW. Oh, you don't. I never, I never bothered to get one. I'm on enough damn lists. I don't need to be on another one. <laughs> well, oh, I'm learning things about you tonight. <laughs> you, you have an SOT, right? Yeah. So, um, is the SOT in your business name or your personal name? Personal. Okay. Okay. Yeah, what man. difference is that? Does that? Uh... No, yeah. it actually does make a difference. Okay. Because the the SOT, if the SOT is in the business name, uh, anything that you created that was a post sample is not your possession. If the SOT is in your personal name, and you dissolve the business, anything that's uh, a post sample is your possession legally. No, anything that's a post sample, you got to get rid of. Really? Yeah. Well, oh, I've yeah. been told wrong. Yes. If it was made after '86, you don't have that SOT. You got to get rid of it. It doesn't matter whose name it's in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why. Uh, now you know, Richard. Now you know. That's I, why. I was told Knight, by somebody uh, that is very popular on YouTube. Different. He's full of crap. Whoa. <laughs> 
Maybe you heard them wrong. <laughs> Maybe you heard them wrong. I think that's possible. I think that's possible. Well, you might want to go back and listen again. <laughs> you know, I've just been in it for so long. I mean, mm-hmm. I was in the business when 86 came out, mm-hmm. when all that shit came down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I, I mean, I, right. I, got, I guess I got to know something when ATF calls me and says, hey, we got this gun and we don't know what it is or what we're supposed to do with it or <laughs> what should we do with it? It's like, call ATF. Don't call me. They are ATF, but they don't know shit. Yeah, they don't what know makes, shit. Yeah, what makes you, you think know. What makes you think they know? <laughs> they know something. Listen. Maybe they can help out in Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I somehow I doubt it. Somehow I doubt it. That's, oh. that's a total lost cause. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, go ahead. Are you guys going to watch the State of the Union tonight? Because I'm like getting popcorn and a couple of Budweiser. Is it at nine? Nine o'clock. Oh, I think. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. At nine o'clock, we'll be off the air, and I'll be probably wrapping up stuff around here and then driving. I'll probably ca- you know look at it when I get home on YouTube or something like that. You know. Um, it's the same. I'll be honest with you. It's the same nonsense. I don't like no, no, any. I don't like any. I don't like any politics. I'm not. Yeah. Listen. I. I'm. I'm in the middle with Donald Trump. To be honest oh, with you. The bird is calling yeah. me. I'll be right back. Uh oh. The bird. The bird's calling. Bird. Yes. The bird is yeah. the bird. Um. So let's see. I'm gonna go back. Kathleen Music Lover says, uh, Washington State crackdown on gun insurance. That's interesting. Um. Yannick Stoner says insurance is nice to have. Uh, there we go. Uh, JP from Blue Rifle Society says he's watching from work. Says what's up to us. Um, like I said, if anyone is interested in that, in the description, uh, in the USCCA, in the description, there's a link. If you go through it, there's a little bit of that comes back to us. So, you know, it's a way you can cover yourself and help us out at the same time. So, uh, Kathleen Music Lover says, I belong to Armed Citizens Legal Defense not an insurance. Okay, understood. Understood there. Um, let me pull, let me take Rich, uh, Richard Hughes out of this thing here. Okay, so let's see. So we established that you're so badass, you don't need to, you don't need to walk around on. I'm not badass. Clothes. I just don't care. Yeah, exactly. It was, you know, you know that's I've, very close to being the same thing. <laughs> you know, I've had people try to pull guns on me before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just grab it and slap the shit out of them. You know, do you really want to fucking do that? Mm-hmm. You know, and when, when somebody goes to pull a gun out and you start going towards them, most of the time they're like, oh, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. most people are chicken shits. Yeah. You know, we need to make some videos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Listen, I don't want to get... Yeah. Oh, how's the bird? Let's see the bird here. Let's see the bird. What's up with the bird? Does he need to get walked? Is that what it is? <laughs> no, he just needed me. That's all. Oh, okay. Missing uh, Missing the attention. Missing the attention. He got me already. Oh, he already pooped on you? Yeah, my my brand new shirt. Oh, yeah. Gun control is not kosher from uh, Pew yeah. Pew Jew. Okay, very yeah, cool. Yeah, that's right. You know what? Speaking of that, actually, I've got I've got some uh, mail here that I should actually go through and open up stuff. And one of them is from uh, the Pew Pew Jew. 
So let me go through that and open that up here. First of all. All right. So um, you guys remember, of course, that Yehuda, the Pew Pew Jew, was on the show last week. Uh, pretty good show. If you haven't seen it, please go back and see it. So here in the package, there's some stickers. Um, what is this? It's not about the... Okay, it's not about the, the zeros. It's about the stakes. Why carry? Or oh, it's not about the odds? I'm going to see. I don't know what that... Hold it up. There you go. It's not about... It's not about the whatever that is, zero, zero, S. It's about the stakes, why carry. There you go. Um, if so, I see something cool, I'm calling dibs, and I'll trade you. Yeah. Uh, Laheim. There you go. Laheim. That's easier. <laughs> that is easier to figure out than what is the zero, zero, S, or f I don't know what that is at the end of that thing. Um. I am I am special. So uh, there's a pew pew Jew patch that came in there. Very nice, very nice. Enjoy that. And by the and there goes the patch version of that of that shirt that Richard Hughes is wearing. Gun control is not kosher. There you go. Boom. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it, yeah. Maybe it's odds. Maybe it's odds. I don't know. It's not about the odds, it's about the stakes. Okay, there you go. That's what happens when you're dyslexic. Things like that throw at you. Okay, so there we go. The stuff from Pew Pew Jew. All right. And um, I've got some stuff here from Howard. Howen Pinder sent me some stuff. I think he's doing a, a, patch, a patch swap or patch exchange. So let's go in here. From Howen Pinder, aka Jimway Jam. And there's here's the patch right here. This is actually a pretty cool, this looks like a Mandalorian patch in there, actually. Let me see. Let me open this up. So we can go past the plastic. Very cool Mandalorian patch. With some uh Star Wars writing in there, right? That's you can just the, send that down here. Yeah, well, you're gonna have to talk to him. I got it. I'm gonna send you. I'll be. I'll be trading patches with him for that. So that's the agreement we made. So I'm gonna send him the uh, Hank Strange broadcast patch in exchange for that. So thanks, Jim Wei Jan. I appreciate it. Yes, it's the odds. I figured that out. It's the Matrix, the zeros, <laughs> <laughs> Rocky Mountain Bear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there we go. All right. So there you go. You like that patch, huh? You like that Mandalorian patch? Mama will. Oh. Well, She's the boss, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're gonna he have got to me hooked on the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know where he got that Mandalorian patch from, actually. So I have no idea where that came from. And I'm not giving up mine, just in case anyone's wondering out there. Too late. Bricks is calling dibs on it. Nope. Nope. Yenix Sona says nice patch. So there you go. Uh, all right. 
So let's see. That was uh, Bradley Tanell says his T-shirt came in yesterday. I know Lola. So a bunch of people bought the T-shirts from Pew Pew Jew, and Lola's got a bunch of mail outs that she's sending out uh, sometime soon for those people. No, I th- tell Lola I bought two shirts so I get two patches. Well, Devil's you got a one. patch for the sh- one, the first shirt that you bought, Richard Hughes. Then, because you bought a second shirt, we took back the patch. Oh. No. <laughs> That's okay. Patrick gave me one of his patches. <laughs> no, he did? Oh, so you're covered. You oh. You know, you know, no, no you'll get patch. patches. You get patches. Don't worry about it. You'll get you'll get your patches. We'll take care yeah, of you. I got something for Patrick. Yeah. It was in my range bag. Oh, okay. Yeah. Here's what I'll do. Uh, you bring the Sturm Gewehr. BWE Richard and uh, I'll give you a patch all day. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> it's, uh, it I don't there. think it's a fair. I don't think that's a fair. Uh, I don't think that's a fair <laughs> trade. But okay. Um, I got a couple thousand rounds of ammo left. Yeah. Okay. We can do something with that. Uh, Rocky Mountain Bear says Devil Mouse uh, paraphernalia, Disney. All the Disney stuff. And uh, Comrade Loves Bacon says he has one. Also, uh, Bricks says that uh, Bricks wants a Hank Strange patch. And Bricks wants to know if the Hank Strange patches will be for sale. So um, I know some are going out to people that support us and stuff like that. And I think Lola's going to put some up for sale. There's different things going on. So um, we'll, we'll check with Lola on that. What's going on with the Hank Strange patches, Lola? Yeah, the people that bought shirts. Yeah. The PP thing. Um, yeah. And I'm sending it out to the folks on Patreon. Okay, there you go. Lola's, I don't know if you can hear Lola just now whispering. Yeah. Yeah. Lola, just tell them. It's your damn company. You figure it out. <laughs> no, no. It's you Lola's know what? damn company. It's yeah. Lola's damn company. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's not I'm actually going to work bitch. like that. I'm just the what? You're just a bitch. Yeah, well, you know, that's how it goes when you get married. You know that. Anyone who's married knows that one already. That's how it goes down. Okay. Um, Start a company see. and they're the boss. Yeah, Brick says put it up for sale. We can help out the company. I think Lola right now is trying to figure that out. I'm trying to figure out how to do it because I don't know how to sell it. I, yeah. I don't know. You could come over here, Lola. Just bring, In other bring words, it over you here. don't want to be mailing them out individually. Yeah, come on. Bring, no. come, come in. <laughs> Lola, we, Lola, we would rather look you're, at you're you. You're too short for anyone to see you anyway. Stand on your tippy toes. On my tippy toes. Yeah, there you go. That's okay, right. fine. What's so, your problem? No problem. I said right now I'm trying to figure out how to, how to sell it because I used to put it on PayPal until you got Yeah, we used to do it through PayPal, but banned. PayPal banned us for life. Right. So we have to use, like, uh, what, the Cash App or... Something like that. We gotta figure. We that do out. have the cash app yeah. and some other things. And, and, the and Hank, you're a lucky man. I hello is what, what attractive woman there. Uh, okay, Lola, you're out of here now. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Richard Hughes and Pebbles are getting thoughts. We got. We got a. Pebbles you know, is... Hank, if she needs to be taller, yeah. she can just stand on your bloody corpse. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say she could stand on a box like uh, Bloomberg. <laughs> Is going to have to stand on a box. Um, Yeah. We'll work out something. Everyone says hi. Like, Husay says hi to you, Lola. Um, You know, we'll 
We'll get that. Uh, James Miller says Hank's just the on-screen talent. There you go. I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, Kermit Loves Bacon says, I want a shirt at Hank Strange. Um, so the shirts I know are on Teespring right now. I've got to work out some other things, obviously. I've got to get some other stuff worked out. But if you're looking for a Hank Strange uh, shirt with that logo on it, it's on Teespring. So I'm going to try to figure out how to move all this stuff over to the .com, which we're working on, which is HankStrange.com. So, you know, you all have to uh, bear with us on, until we... Uh, we get that worked out. And Lola, Eric Hammond says Lola wasn't paying attention. She's mailing out stuff. So when she comes in here, she does all the all the Hank Strange business while we're doing the show. Lola's mailing out stuff, m- making calls and stuff like that. Uh, tomorrow is the 500th episode. Uh, I'm going to invite if, if whoever wants to come on, if you've been on before, if you've been on before, I'm going to say that again. You've been on before, you want to come on for like five, ten minutes tomorrow. We'll let people come through or whatever and hang out for the 500th episode. So, um, Stargazer ATX says banks should not be allowed to do that. Yep, somehow, uh, you know, they gave immunity to places like PayPal and all that from doing they can that. They do kind whatever of stuff. they want. Yeah, and basically they 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 uh, banned me for life for being a gun guy. So there you go. Um, and uh, let's see, David Cardinal says thumbs up number 66. Thank you. And I would ask everyone out there to smash the thumbs ups if you can. Um, so there you go. Okay, a buddy of mine just sent me a video of mm-hmm. Elizabeth Warren getting out of a Lair jet, and she sees that she's being filmed at the mm-hmm. FBO. So she, she makes back. sure she gets a staffer between her and the camera so they don't get a clean shot. It only looks worse. Yeah. Uh, the pants says PayPal's not a bank, so I guess, you know. I don't know what PayPal status is, actually. I'm not really sure what their status is. Whether they're a bank or not a bank, who knows? I don't know. They do, they're obviously allowed by the government to do money exchange of some sort. Yeah. So. And setting up a credit card processing account is a pain in the butt. Yeah, and I know they have credit cards and things like that, so I don't really know. Someone would have to look that up, Richard Hughes, and let us know what is their status. Are they a bank? Are they not a bank? Yeah, that's an interesting one. I don't know how it works because basically we're doing wire transfers. Yeah. But I believe they're in other things. I mean, maybe legally they're protected because they're not technically. Because they're not technically a bank. PayPal is not a bank. Okay. Yeah. It's a loan shark. Pretty much. Um, Are they they considered like social media? What the hell are they? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I'm just curious to know what what are they then? Yeah, you know, they're they're definitely transferring funds in the banking system. Oh, okay. Um here's an article on the truth about guns. I'm gonna throw this up. We can switch over here to talking about this. Since we're all in Florida, I think this might be a good conversation here. Florida car this is on the truth about guns, like I said, um, you know. Uh, and also, I appreciate Truth About Guns sharing a lot of the stuff that, that we put out there, and uh, especially everything that happened with Facebook deplatforming us. So, um, And then they also actually talk about politics and stuff like that, so we appreciate that here. Florida Carry, we will sue any cop who violates a member's rights. Um, wow. Florida, Florida Carry, Inc. has put Florida's top cops on notice 
stop violating the rights of law-abiding gun owners or you will get sued. In a letter sent to every sheriff and police chief in the state, see attached, Florida Carey notes, despite the well-established right, our members have been repeatedly victimized and deprived of their rights by various law enforcement agencies and their respective officers and deputies. Too many individuals in law enforcement throughout the state have harassed, berated, belittled, arrested, and even killed law-abiding citizens going about their personal business for simply exercising their constitutionally protected right to bear arms. And the letter goes on from there. Um, that's a, you know what? I like that. What do you guys think about it? So I've got a couple of opinions about uh, Florida open carry. And these are the guys, what they do. So Florida statute says if you're going fishing or if you're going hunting, you can carry. And you can carry, uh, you can open carry a firearm, whether it's a pistol or a rifle, which could be an Is AL Florida carry and Florida open carry the same thing? Oh, wait. Uh... Well, I'm just reading down a little bit. I okay. think it is the same thing because it says just a few examples in Florida. Tampa officers were almost shot when they sneaked behind a peaceful fisherman and forcibly tried to disarm him. Okay. So it sounds mm. like that group. Mm -hmm. okay. No, I don't, don't mean to be. Right, right. I don't okay. Know for okay. certain. Okay. But they're not called Florida open carry, Florida carry, but right. they probably do advocate for open carry as well. Okay, go ahead. So um, for a while, I, I was talking with one of the guys, and I'm like, well, you know, open carry is one thing, and I agree with that. Um, but I don't know if you're winning the hearts and minds of people if you're carrying an AR-15. And don't get me wrong, I got AR-15s, more mm -hmm. than one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've, I've built them. I've, you know, done everything that you can do with an AR-15. Mm -hmm. So I'm not negative on an AR-15. That's not the case. Okay. Um, I, I guess my idea is if you had a wood hunting rifle, wood stocked hunting rifle, which I think I own one, um, that is more socially acceptable to somebody that might be borderline. Mm -hmm. But I, again, the, the right is to carry any firearm. And I was, we had Chris Ann Hall out to our uh, tea party meeting last night. Mm -hmm. And I asked her about it. She's like, well, it's a right. And if you don't exercise the right, it's not yours. Mm -hmm. So I, I partly agree on that. I'm, I'm kind of on the edge on that one. Um, but what they also do, so they don't just, you know, 20 of these guys just don't throw an AR-15 on their back and go fishing. They actually send a letter to the police agencies and the actual statute saying, hey, at 9 a.m. tomorrow, we're going to be at the pier fishing. This is the statute that is, allows us to do that. So mm -hmm. the, there is no reason the police don't know what's going on. Okay. Hmm. They just so, don't care. And maybe it's like, all right, you know, we're, we're going to show these guys they think they can use the law and, and we're going to harass them, which is basically what it comes down to. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, okay, so I, I could tell you this. When I was doing, when I went to do the jury duty thing uh, yesterday, um, the prosecutor was explaining to us about how the law is the law, right? And that's the end. The law is the law. 
And so the, if you're a police officer, you need to be aware of the laws and the laws are the laws. And I think that even though it makes some people uncomfortable that these guys are doing it, I'm not out there doing it, you're not doing it, but I don't really have a problem with them doing it because, as you said, that that person told you, if you don't practice these rights, you wind up losing them. And if the law says that they can do it, then why can't they do it? Yep. You know? Yes, it makes people uncomfortable, but there's a lot of other things that people do that the Constitution allows them to do you know, that are that are within the laws, and it makes us uncomfortable. And, you know, we, we talk, one of the things about freedom of speech, if mm-hmm. you name the whistleblower mm-hmm. that, you know, they, they'd cut the YouTube feed. So mm-hmm. they're controlling, I mean, we're working on a private platform, mm-hmm. and there's a question as to whether there's a, they're a publisher or not, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. But they're curating what's on their platform by not permitting us to say certain things or do certain things like in the live video. You know, we're talking about five sevens and I'm like, it's over there. I want to show you. I want to. And I can't do that. Okay. So how does that relate to I know we're having the conversation with these with with these guys open carrying. How does that relate? Because I think they're doing that in public, which obviously the public is a public. Well, I'm saying, you know, between our First and Second Amendment rights, there's infringement upon them, whether it's the police saying, hey, you know, if these guys think they're going to come here and exercise their constitutional rights and Florida rights, we're going to show them. Mm -hmm. Or likewise with uh, YouTube if or Twitter or whatever it may be saying that we can't do certain things that are legal. Right. And and I'm not asking to do something illegal. It's Mm -hmm. just, you know, lawful things. Yeah, I think so. I I don't know. Like, I think those are separate things, right? To me, those are two separate issues. So these private companies that they enjoy an immunity. And and I've been talking to people about this when people ask me about Facebook or YouTube or anything else. They enjoy an immunity that Congress gave to them. We gave that power to Congress. Congress gave them this immunity over being sued because they figured when these guys were, when social media was was, uh, becoming a thing, they were like, what if someone posts something on there that someone else doesn't like? They were like, well, let's give these platforms, the owners, the people running these platforms, immunity from being sued for something that someone says on there. Now, you fast forward to now where we say something, they don't like it, they don't like it, and maybe other people don't like it. And they're saying, well, we're not going to allow you to say this when the government gave them that immunity. Perhaps that should be pulled, right? Or perhaps they should be made into uh, utilities where... You know, they can't deny us access to the platforms. Okay, but ultimately, like you said, these are private platforms. And then at the same time, we allowed through our Congress people, these guys to have immunities to do that. And I think when it when if you flip that over to talking about like open carry, um, that's a completely different thing. This is something that's guaranteed to people here in Florida by the Constitution. And if police departments are taking it on themselves to give these guys a hard time for doing something that is legal and within the law, then obviously um, I think the next, the, the only thing that Florida carry could do is start suing the crap out of them. Because yeah. that's the only thing that they're going to, that's the only thing that's going to make them feel something, which comes back to that whole situation with uh, social media platforms, right? We should be able right. to sue the crap out of them, but they have immunity from that. They shouldn't have immunity. Yeah. Nobody gives me immunity. 
you know, the government just says, go get fucked. You don't need immunity. Well, actually, Richard, I'm, I'm going to say you do have immunity to some degree because uh, you're – Look, let, let's all agree here that automobiles mm -hmm. are more deadly than firearms. More people mm -hmm. are killed every year in car accidents. Easily. For sure. Nobody goes to Ford when Ford was making a Mustang with a five-liter engine and drum brakes on the rear, and everybody was dying because they're going 150 miles an hour in, the, in a car that can't stop. Nobody was suing Ford over that. Yeah. But there's the potential that somebody uses a firearm, an FFL manufacturers – and they may get blowback. You, you may get some immunity, but it doesn't mean right. you can't get sued. And they for it. should, but they should, they should get that. Um, I know there's people trying to challenge that. Look, ultimately, do you think people are? Don't, don't you think eventually they're gonna like after they deal with um, firearms or they felt like they've dealt with it? Don't you think they're gonna go after cars, combustion cars, and all that? I saw someone saying that earlier here. I don't know how true it is. We'd have to look this up. Um, maybe you could look this up, Richard. But that in England or someplace in Europe, they're going to ban uh, combustion cars by 2035? Yeah, there's some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they'll, they'll never go after the car companies mm -hmm. because the car companies own too many politicians and too many judges. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. somebody like me, I can't buy a politician. I can't buy a judge. Mm -hmm. You know? So I get the shaft. Okay. Do you think the firearms industry as a whole can buy some politicians or some judges or that time's passed? I think most of them are too stupid to do it. Okay. They should have been doing it a long time ago. What about the NRA with all the money that we're giving? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, you know, I'm a life member mm -hmm. uh, and I just got that stupid ballot, and, you know. Right, right. Who right. do I even put down? Yeah, okay, um, I know you were asking about that. Additional donation. Uh, what? Yeah. Go ahead, say when that again, I, Hughes. Say, look, what was that you just said, Richard? How often do they call you for an additional donation? Oh, all the damn Oh, they time. don't. Oh, they don't? They don't. Oh. <laughs> because I tell them exactly what I think, and if they want more money, this is what I expect for my money. And, mm. and that's what we do. Yeah. We, we tell them to get rid of Wayne LaPierre. You want more money from us? Get rid of Wayne LaPierre. You'll get a check. I, yeah. I tell them every time, as soon as you stop trying to hurt my business, and you've been doing it since 1934, <laughs> since before I was a business, then I'll give you some money. As soon as you become pro-gun instead of anti-gun. You're talking about you're directing that to the NRA. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, um, so Amalan has this article I'm going to screen share here from my phone. Um, let's see, can we get, yeah, okay. So Rob Pincus announces his picks for 2020 NRA Board of uh, Director Ballot. So I could share this with people if you guys uh, want to know it, want, want to see this. Yeah, because I want to know uh, it. Yeah, there's a, this is on Amalan if anyone wants to see it, but I'll, I'll send you, I'll send you guys this link here. Um so it says, I mean, since the winter 2020 board meeting of NRA in Tyson's Corner, VA, a few weeks ago, the question I've been asked most often by members is, who should I vote for for board of, of uh, directors election? So he's got some advice here of what you can do. Um, 
As a board member of Save the Second and an organization formed last year to represent the concerns of NRA members and American gun owners in regards to the crisis at the NRA, I want to distinguish between the personal opinions and thoughts that I'm about to share and any official endorsements from STS, Save the Second. The board of STS has decided not to officially endorse or rebuke any candidate. Other board members have shared their own thoughts on this matter as well. Ron Carter and Anthony Garcia, the founders of STS, and I did a two-hour podcast on January 27th discussing all 38 candidates on the ballot and went into detail about why did or uh, why they did or did not uh, support them for the board. I will be linking specific segments of that long po- podcast in this article. So basically, we're, we're, you know, we don't have the time to go through it, but you can go to Amoland. That article's there. Um, let me see, and I'll send it through to you guys right now from my phone. I'll, I, I, actually, I'll, I don't know if you need it, Richard Hughes. I'll send it to, to you, Richard Hoffman. I'll send that to you right now. But go take a look at that and, and get into depth yeah. you know, with it. Because you... you know what? I'm, I'm just as guilty as La, you know, Wayne LaPierre. Mm-hmm. I've been a member for since I was, well, I guess it's been 40 years now. You've and been I an NRA member for 40 years? Yeah. Okay. And How I freaking old are you? 56. Oh, geez. You, so you started in this business when you were eight years old. No, I know. I, no. Know. I get it. I get I, the math. I, I get started math. when I was 18, Basically. 17. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So um, you've been a life member for how long? Since I was 16. Wow. So that's... Respect. I respect 40, that. 40 years. Yeah, wow. Um, okay. And I mean, I gave up listening to them, doing anything for them, voting anything, probably 20, 25 years ago. Wow. Okay. It's just like, uh, you know, screw them. Yeah, you're way and past I should have. I should be voting in every one and getting these damn people out of here. Yeah. Well, I think that's uh, a step in the right direction. Uh, shooting Gallery, any gave us two bucks. Richard Hughes, he says, Richard, is because it's Ford and not a Hellcat. So that was every good. That's that's in regards to what you were saying about the car. They're coming after all cars. I hate oh, to go oh, back to that. Yeah, the whole yeah. car situation. I think right. they're going to come after cars. People just don't believe that's going to happen. I know, Richard BWE, you said that you don't think they're going to go after that. I think they will. I think they will. It's just a oh. matter of time. I think they're going to go after them, mm-hmm. but I think it'll be squashed very quickly. Okay. You know, I think, the, you know, the, what, the left, the... Um, you know, the climate change people are going to go after cars and they're going to find out real quick, you know, I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw my daughter under the bus. My, my daughter, uh, like she has a water container, you know, like one of those thermal, like a Yeti Mm -hmm. type container and she'll Mm -hmm. take that to school, Mm -hmm. but she's filling it with plastic bottles here. And then you go in a room and there's like multiple plastic bottles. She drives my envoy that gets 16 miles to a gallon. Mm -hmm. And I I hear her pull up. I'm in my office and I walk out there. She's like this in the car for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're running that evil vehicle that's polluting the atmosphere. (laughs) You know, 
She yeah. she goes to school with all of these greeny nutmegs where it'd be easier to come out as dating, you know, somebody of the same sex, not that there's anything mm-hmm. wrong with it, mm-hmm. than saying that you uh, actually went to the range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you know what I think? I think it's easy to it's easy for kids to say that they they believe in all this stuff when they actually have to spend their money completely different situation oh, so when she has to put oh, her money yeah. yeah when she has to put it's her money amazing. down on that we'll find out yeah <laughs> we'll uh, my daughter be. just my daughter just moved out well we kind of told her to move out uh <laughs> a year ago mm-hmm. and she graduated college and she was here for a year year and a half and it's like time to go did you have to break her fingers off your wallet? <laughs> oh. It's like, you know, no, daddy, her, I, wanna, yeah. I won't oh, spend no, no, your no. money. <laughs> her attitude has totally changed. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know. I, I believe you. You know, when, when she's got enough money to buy Raymond noodles and pay her rent, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Uh, have fun and, with and, that. And I've been there. I, I mean, I, I worked a real craft job for 20 grand a year where I had to get up at like five in the morning, be on the 610 train at Babylon. And I got back home at the Isaac train station, eight 30 at night. Mm. And I had to Long Island you know, railroad son. And I had to make <laughs> uh, lunch for the next day because at, you know, cook dinner at eight 30 at night, make lunch for the next day mm-hmm. and, yeah. uh, you know, get breakfast at 5. AM because if I had to pay for it, I wouldn't have enough money. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, what? month ago or something, I slipped the $50 bill in her purse. She came over to visit, have dinner with us and slipped the $50 bill in. About two days later, she called my wife. Where did this money come from? My wife's like, what, what money? What the hell are you talking Bernie about? Sanders. Bernie Sanders. That's Bernie money. money. <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, thank you so much. Uh, I can buy lunch or some crap. <laughs> I get uh, like, yeah. up in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I can pennies from a heaven. This week. <laughs> yeah, can't get bread. <laughs> They'll find out when they have to. So, for example, if they actually ban all combustion cars, um, depending, especially depending on how they go about that. So, if you can't buy a combustion car, even if it's secondhand or whatever, oh man, that'll be me, Red Barchetta. Yeah. Well, you will see the zombie apocalypse at that point. I was going to say, you know, if they, they ban gasoline, if they make gasoline a thousand dollars a gallon, it's like, can we, can we run our new cars on alcohol or, yeah, or just convert it over gasification? Alcohol. Yeah. They could try all this stuff, but like you were just saying about Elizabeth Warren, ultimately, you know, this is the way that it is. This is the way, um, uh, Lola says there's a link in the description for that article I was talking about. Um, and let me go back to this question that I saw here. Uh, Atomic Bull says, do NRA board members even have any poll? You guys want to? From think what about? I hear, no. Yeah. Well, like, I think there's two different types of board members. And there's, you know, like the top tier board members, and they're the one, you know, running everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's not what this is. There's this an is... inner circle. There's an inner circle. Right. I think yeah. it said there's 76 board members. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like it's in the, it's a really, yeah. you know, there should be like four. 
right. Well, right. there really is. There really is Wayne LaPierre and some and and some people that are controlling everything over at the yeah. N- You know, I think the NRA is a lot like uh, Putin's Russia. That's how they operate. You know, it's basically. Yeah, yeah. LaPierre is really running everything. He has a few people there, but it's really up to them. And I'm not saying no to the efforts here, right? I think I understand where folks like uh, Pincus and uh, Support the Second, etc., that they're trying to do something about this. I think they do have an uphill battle. Um, and ultimately, I don't know if there's anything they could do about Wayne LaPierre. He basically owns the NRA. I think the best way to change this fast is would be to completely uh, cut them off for money. But they've got a lot of money right now. Yeah. And a lot of folks out there are not aware of what's happening. We're, we're in the minority of gun guys because we understand what's happening with the NRA. They've got their $20,000 Parazzi shotguns, mm-hmm. and you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. Night Train says, is Adam Kraut running for NRA board? I know he's done it in the past. Is he on your ballot? I haven't seen that ballot, so I don't know. I stopped supporting the NRA. I'm not a lifetime member. I stopped supporting them. They don't get money from me. I give yeah, my money to GOA and other places. I just looked at the envelope and opened it, and it's like, oh, NRA ballot. It's like, you know what? I really need to find out about this and yeah. fill it out and send it in. Yeah. Then then at least I've got a leg to stand on if I want to bitch about the NRA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if someone knows whether or not they're on that list, let, uh, let us know here um, whether or not uh, Adam – is trying that again. Basically, these people have made it even more difficult to even run. They've changed yeah. the rules recently on who can even run. And so that's the... You know what's one of the things I'm trying to deal with right now? Literally, the NRA show is happening the same time as the broadcasting show. And Lola and I were having this discussion. I'm like, I need to. I, w- I would really like to go to the broadcasting show because it's directly uh, related relative to to what we're doing here, right? I want to expand this, make it better, be able to serve people better, etc. And then there's NRA. I would like to go there because of the people who are going to show up there, the people who support us, etc. But they're happening at exactly the same time. And this is the tough Where's thing. Broadcasting? The broadcasting convention is um, in Vegas. It's called the NAB. Oh. And it's in Vegas. Oh, okay. Uh, but there's a lot of, you know, as, as the years have gone by, uh, stuff related to podcasting, et cetera, has gone up. It's an opportunity to get your hands on the equipment, talk to the people that write software or that run different companies related to what we're there, doing here. There is a podcasting convention in Orlando. It's been going on for a couple of years, and that's coming up. Oh, do you? Okay. If you have any info about it, send it to me so I could take a look Skip's at that. Skip's going to it. Oh, Okay. Oh, wait, I think, is this the one that she was supposed to be speaking at or something like yep. that? Yeah, if you have any info on that, send it to me or I'll try to remember to talk to her. So this is these are the things we have to juggle. And a lot of times I ask myself, like, how important really is this NRA thing? To me, yeah. it is. Well, I think it's important because I get to actually meet people that um, support us. Um, but the NRA itself is not why it's important. So when I, I go there, they don't ask, like, oh, how can we help you guys? What can we do? They don't really do that, you know? Right. Ahead, I, right. I think it's going to hurt you more going to the NRA show than not going to the NRA show. Yeah. I'm going to go this year. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go to the NRA show this year. Yeah, okay. I mean, Hank, I dropped a link in the chat. Okay. Um. All right. Send me. Okay. Send me a message. Uh, text that to me if you can. Sorry. That's There's gonna just be the a lot way. of people that are pissed off at the NRA. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have it listed on my website that I'm an NRA member, mm-hmm. that I'm a life member, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like a lot of the life members mm-hmm. in our area of the community. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been a member. It's paid for, you know, should I call them up, tell them to go get stuffed or just keep being a member, you know, maybe we'll get lucky and a nuke will hit, you know, DC and wipe out all of DC and Northern Virginia. And then we can start over again. Um, you know, Florida is more likely to break off <laughs> into the ocean. It's sake. <laughs> yeah. This is not on the ballot. Uh, Richard Harper says not on the ballot or oh, Walter. I saw no, Wal- Richard, Richard Harper Wal- said that. Oh, Walter says that too. Yeah, not so okay. So Adam's not on the ballot because I think they made it more difficult for him to get on the ballot. He's one of the people they're working against. Um, I'll write him in on the bottom. Can you write people in? I don't know. I'll do it. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> what are that's they not gonna do? have any effect. <laughs> They'll basically make your make your vote null and void at that point. Yeah, you know um, I'll. I'll, you know, write my write him in, and then I'll do the little picture of my finger. Mm-hmm. There you go, people. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Uh, Stargazer ATX says GOA Action Center is the bomb. My rep is so sick of me calling it. So there you go. Um. Yeah. We've got to figure this out on our own. I really don't think we have any chance of the NRA coming together here. And those no. 5 million members that they have, they pretty much have most of those guys. They still have them. I think we represent like maybe 50, maybe 100,000 people out there that are, that are like we're out here talking about the NRA. But the rest of those 5 million people, they're pretty much there. You know. So uh, I'll tell you a funny story. I'm, my wife joined up for five years. Like they rando called her and she's like, okay, I'll do the five years. I'm like, you did what? You mm-hmm. know? And the other week there was a show, a gun show at West Palm Beach uh, Convention Grounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's fairgrounds, sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm walking up, there's the NRA booth. And, you know, mm-hmm. if you buy the $15 membership or toy, whatever it is, they give you a free ticket and it was $15 to get into the gun show. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I'm going to go to NRAM. I I'm going to do this, you know, what the heck. Mm-hmm. So I, I re-sign up for my membership. And as I'm signing up the guy selling me the membership, I'm like, you know, I really don't want to do this. I'm not a fan of the NRA. He says, neither am I. <laughs> mm. And we, we you know, talked we, oh. for the same reason. I would have just bought my ticket and gone in. Uh, what's eh, the difference? I figured it was a twofer. Oh, yeah. The other okay. problem is a lot of the, you know, matches for different stuff. Uh-huh. And a lot of the gun clubs, you have to be an NRA member. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's cool. a that's a scam. One of the requirements, you know. So there, there's kind of a method to my madness here. I have a little bit of a plan. So one, uh, I'm going to try and practice what I preach. I'm going to try and take a noob to the range once a month uh, for the entire year. And so I've got two people I met at the tea party last night I'm going to take to the range. The other thing is I want to become an instructor. This way I can take the people to the range and say, hey, while I'm not going to instruct you, you know, for your CCW permit, I'll be a trained NRA person 
you know, being able to take you to the range safely. Mm-hmm. And so that's plus I'm going to go to NRAM. So I figure I might as well do it. Yeah. So um, let's get let's get the flip side of this in. Jerry Parker says NRA exclamation mark. So um, he also says the NRA is still working hard for your two A rights. No, they're um, not. Uh, in my opinion, have. if they're not, if like if taxation without representation, so if I'm giving the money, they're not listening to me and others. I'm not. I'm not standing alone. I think lots of people right. are saying the same thing. I am. If they're not listening to us, then they're not doing. They're not. They they're doing working, what they want to do. They are working their hardest to take our rights away. Yeah. And in lots of ways, they're undermining that by allowing lots of Republicans, including here in Florida, to bring in gun control. They're allowing that. They could very easily go to those guys and say, none of this. We won't support you. We'll put it out there what you're up to. And I don't think they're doing that. So, you know, they've got they've got a a big turnaround to do here before they get me back. But I'm not trying to I'm not trying to send I'm I'm trying to get like uh, Jerry's opinion in on here because, you know. Yeah. Um, I think his opinion's a valid one to have. I don't agree with it. So, so and, I, I'm an NRA member. I'm a GOA member also. Mm-hmm. So I'd say, hey, if you have to throw money to the NRA, would definitely become a GOA member. Yeah. Fuds of America <laughs> says yeah. the NRA is the largest org we have. Everyone needs to be a life member, NRA all the way. No. I Like and, I said, I'm reading your opinion here. I think, you know, it's valid, but I don't agree with it, so. And some of my problem is, you know, I'm in the NFA world. That's what I do. And every time I turn around, the NRA is jamming it up my ass. Let's get some other anti-gun thing passed. We need to pass the 86 machine gun ban. What the hell for? Mm -hmm. You know, all you've done is destroyed the business. Mm -hmm. You know, gee. 86, you could buy a Mac for 75 bucks, pay your $200 transfer tax. Now you want that same Mac, it's what, uh, 30 years older, and it's 7,500 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, because you can't get a new one, heaven forbid. And yeah. no, no, well, there's been one transferable machine gun used in a crime and it was That's... by a cop down in miami <laughs> who took his yeah. transferable mac and was ripping off drug dealers in the 80s mm. um was it was it tubs or or crockett I don't know. <laughs> Some cop be executed. yeah move your head a little bit to the le- is it to the left oh look at that yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I just enjoy. Ooh. Yeah. Three dimensional. If only it was three dimensional. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Richard, thanks for using facts in numbers because mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. Name mm-hmm. all of the crimes committed with a machine gun. Name all yeah. of the crimes committed with a silencer. Yeah. There what are none. A forty-four seventy-three should be all we need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know, well, I heard the story that there was somebody who had a Thompson, an old guy, and he was just got done cleaning it on his kitchen table and somebody broke in his house. Mm, ATF was not happy. Yeah. 
Or that you was the, yeah, that was the story that he. Yeah. yeah, the story I got is that he just stuck the mag in and did a mag dump. Yeah. Oh shoot. And yeah. cops came, and you know it was supposedly it was some small town, and the sheriff knew him, and he said, "Well, you know." Yeah. He kicked in your front door, and well, and ATF showed up and just. Yeah, well, that's happened here. Don't do that. That's <laughs> happened here outside of Gainesville. There was a place called Harry Beckwith's out here, um, that's still there. The range is still there, but it's changed ownership. But the original, the original guy that owned it, I, th- I believe his name was Harry Beckwith. He lived behind the range, and people would, tr- uh, the store it was like a gun range and a store, and people would try to go in there and rob him, and the alarms would go Jeez. off. But, he, but he's in the house, and he would come out and go after those dudes with machine guns. Yep. Yeah. You it's know. just like you he know, never got, he, told, he didn't get in any kind of trouble for that. Yeah, I've told you know. <laughs> you know that's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> You know, I've told all the different law enforcement, you know, somebody breaks in here, you know. Yeah. Where does gonna... it say in the law you can't defend yourself with this machine gun? They made well, it difficult for people to have them, like you said, but there's nothing that says you can't. If that's what's at hand, you defend yourself, damn it. Yeah. In Florida, you cannot fire a machine gun over a roadway. Whatever the hell that means. Mm-hmm. I understand. There's a lot of there's a lot of over the roadway laws. Yeah, <laughs> in Florida, there's a lot of that. It's a, it's a thing. Okay, let's let's get to this while we're on this subject. Jerry Parker, he says, if the NRA did not exist, what gun rights would you have now? None. They'd be gone already. So, what do you guys say, oh, say to we'd that? Have, we'd have more than we do now. What do you say to that, Hughes? You know, I, I actually agree with Rich because uh, they're the ones that came up with the background check. They came up with all of these ideas. They came up with 68 Gun Control Act. They came up with 34 Gun Control Act. They came up with the 86 bans. They came up, you know, they came up with, uh, you know, bump stock bans. Mm-hmm. Gee, you know, friends like that who needs enemies. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Um Fuds of America says <laughs> it's dangerous. It's dangerous to go hunting with a machine gun. A lever, thirty thirty, or forty five seventy is all you need. <laughs> Hell, you haven't lived till you've gone hunting pigs with a machine gun out of a helicopter. I've never done it out of a helicopter, but I do have an offer, so I need to take up that offer. Yeah. Um, and then Jerry Parker comes back with, how about the two bank robbers in L.A. with the fully auto AK? Um, they weren't transferable. Yeah. They were illegal firearms. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's, let's just say this. Let me tell you this. You don't need the NRA in order to have the right to defend yourself. You don't even need the Second Amendment. You, you have the right to defend yeah. yourself as a human being. You mean the That's God-given a, right? Yes, Absolutely. Amen. You know, you have the right to defend yourself. Now, in the American Constitution, that's written in. <laughs> okay? It wasn't, it was okay, it wasn't originally there. It's an amendment because they didn't think they had to actually write it in initially. And, and you know, the beginning of it, they were just setting up government, etc. And then that was the next step, you know, one of the next steps that they did to say that everyone has the right to bear arms. 
So, so you we, don't really need the NRA. What you what people need to do is stand up and fight for their rights because once we give it to organizations, just like unions, the NRA basically takes your money and rips you off and rapes you royally, as the the two Richards are saying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Richard Hughes. Yeah. So. First off, the federal government, when we talk states, I think we, growing up in the United States, and if you don't travel much, the term state means country, like the state mm -hmm. of Israel, the state of Egypt. That's a country. Mm -hmm. The United States, the federal government, was designed to handle interstate and external affairs. Period. And nothing else. There's like four things the federal government was supposed to do, and none of them are health care, none of them are retirement plans, it, none of this crap. Not mm -hmm. regulating things in state, not none of it. Also, there was an argument during the Constitutional Convention that if we had a Bill of Rights, people would think that if your right wasn't enumerated there, you wouldn't have it. Right. And realistically, in the purity of the Constitution, we don't need a Second Amendment because mm -hmm. the federal government was never told they could regulate these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you want to add anything to that? No, I think, you know. Yeah, well said. I think he's right. Yeah, well said, Richard Hughes. Um, Florida Gun says, <laughs> hunting hog with an MG44 is glorious. <laughs> Wait, but does he know? <laughs> Lots does of bacon. He know, it, does he have the MG44? He's yeah. packing. Yeah. Um, Rocky Mountain uh, Bear says, you can still go to jail for exercising that, right? Um, unfortunately, yes, but that's, you know, that's the problem. That Exercising is the problem. which right? Uh, I'm guessing he's talking about the right to defend yourself. Oh. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, you just make sure they're dead. Mm hmm Yeah, so James Miller says, Executive Vice President Franklin L. Orth, NRA Executive Vice President Franklin L. Orth, pointed out that the National Rifle Association has been in support of workable, enforceable gun control legislation since its very inception in 1871. There you go. Uh, but there shouldn't be any gun control. Right, right, absolutely. Well, Criminals should be executed. Yeah. Then you don't have a problem. Instead of patting them on the head and, you know, let's put you in a nice nice place that's better than my house and feed mm -hmm. you. Right. Yeah. You know, you either hang them or, you know, you make them work. Damn Here's right. a sledgehammer. There's some rocks. Knock yourself out. Well, and one of the things is we have too many laws, right? There should be less yeah, laws. Yeah. Richard, you, you had a problem having your daughter leave? You mean she didn't turn 18 and run the heck from the house and not oh. look back? <laughs> she knows how good she's got it. Yeah. They all do She was nowadays. breaking rocks? Yeah. <laughs> they all do nowadays. Um, it's, by the way, it's, uh, are people complaining about uh, are people complaining about pebbles? What's going on out there? He, he comments. When I talk, he thinks he's in on the conversation, yeah. so he's making all sorts yeah. of noise. Yeah. Pebbles I thought I was talking to pebbles. Yeah. Uh, Stargazer ATX says, I value the bird's input. <laughs> it's very <laughs> profound. <laughs> he's, he's probably Smarter got a better handle. Democrat. Yeah, he's probably got a better handle than us on this whole situation. Um, 
Let me see here. Okay, so listen, I found this deal I'm going to talk to you guys about. So obviously you guys know that we're like Walther, as you can see that sign behind me right there. Other way. Right. Yeah, right there. Um, this gun right here, I have found the Q5 on a pretty good deal that I'm going to share with you guys right now. Lola says she put a link... Um, she put a link in the uh, description for anyone who's interested in this. So I was going through Brownells, okay? Check this out. Brownells has the PPQ5, uh, Q5 match, 5-inch, 9mm, black, 15 plus 1 rounds. Um, usually uh, $853.99, $799.99. So... I just thought I would share that. I know it's not a cheap gun, but PPQ Q5 match. I think that's a pretty sexy gun, and uh, it's off. And then if you add some different things that Brownells has going on right now, you could probably get it even cheaper than that. So, boom, there you go. I thought I would share that with you guys. If anyone's interested in that, um, if I had the scratch, I'd be all over that right now. So, uh, so do you go to Lola deal, lolasdeals.com to um, click through? Yeah, Lola, is that on Lola's deals or? Yeah, she hasn't done it. Um, what? Yeah, she said Lola says it's in the video description. There's a there's a thing in there. You guys can find it if you go look. Yeah, she hasn't gone further than that because she's there's a bunch of other stuff like don't you know how busy I am going on over there right now. Just want to let you guys know if you want to support the channel, you got to click through on Lola's deals. So yes. Hank gets a little bit of the affiliate income. Yes, and we're going to put stuff up on Lola's deals here. Uh, we still haven't gotten the Facebook back, by the way. So we're still we're still fighting that, still working on that situation. Oh. So, yeah, otherwise we would have thrown it up there or whatever, which is totally, so far as I know, uh, fine. Lola just threw something up in the description right now for anyone who wants to, or in the ch in the chat here. Lola just threw up something oh, cool. for anyone who's interested in that. But I just I I think that's a decent. There's there's a bunch of other things that you can have going on with Brownells that if you mix that up, you might even get a better price than that. So um, I just thought I'd throw that out there for people because that's one I I, I need to get one of those Q5s. They're very nice. So. so what I want, I want the Walter PPS, not the M2, the M1 that has the oh. trigger mag release. Oh, really? Okay, you like that? Yeah. I like, here's what I'm scheming on to get eventually. I'm thinking about changing, like switching up my carry. I The PP, the uh, M2 LE, I like the sights on that. So it's, uh, I forgot what, what it's called, what the sights are called again, but the the... PPS M2 LE version. I like that. I know there's a there's a version that has uh, that's optic ready and everything. I don't know if I really need to carry like red dot yet. Well, my eyes get really messed up, maybe. But so, are you carrying the the Glock 43? Yeah, that's what I carry now. Uh, not the Sig 365. No, uh, we have one. We have one. That's uh, I don't know. That's a little bit too small for my hands. I got I got man hands. See, these are like. Yeah. Yeah, man hands. Yeah. I so, because my wife likes the Glock 43, and mm. I kind of like the uh, 365. Oh, okay. You got small hands. So. I don't know. Yeah. Have, they, have you shot it? Have you shot it? 
No, I I just went over to Patrick's and Patrick had both, so we were checking them out. Oh, okay. I like the trigger and everything on it, even though the trigger is it's a weird situation. But I find that I'm more accurate with the 365. I just don't like the grip in it. I think the Glock 43 has a better. That's what I'm looking for. I want to have a better handle on everything when things go down like that. So yeah, you know, it's kind of like a balance that we're working with. So. You know, I, my daily carry is either an LCP or an LC9. Mm-hmm. So they're they're both a smaller pistol. I guess I'm used to holding a smaller grip. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> yeah, you did. We totally didn't think anything. <laughs> we didn't Maybe think you anything. didn't think anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. I was thinking. I was. I was thinking something. Listen, it's it's to everyone's preference. You know what I mean? Everyone has their preferences on what works for them, what doesn't work for them. You know, um, let's see. And I'm getting some people. Oh, then Lola also threw up a thing in there. She says the code VTE will get you 8% off the sale price of the PP. Yeah, so that's like 64 bucks on top of all of that. So I'm just saying, just throwing that out there. Just there. Yeah, that's there. Um, uh, The Jew says, I think Glock should make a dedicated... uh, what is it? A dedicated Dillian 9 by 25 to compete against the FK Bruno. Uh, uh, That's an option, right? Huh? No, the FK Bruno is that really expensive eight, what is it, eight, nine thousand dollar gun? Oh, right, right. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a nice gun. I've never actually, I've, I passed up my opportunity one time to shoot it, which I regret, but um, uh, Boom Outdoors says they finally added 17 rounds to the VP9, so there you go. Um, the VP9, I didn't like. It's my personal experience with the VP9. So When it comes to HKs, I like the old school HK stuff, but I don't really like HK. Not a fan. So BWE, Richard, hey. you, you, would, you would know more than us probably when it comes to HK, right? Yeah. Oh, that's right. There was the guy at HK when I was at Inner Arms who blew those two guys away that were following him. Oh, really? Was it HK? Hmm. Okay. Was it HK or was it Ruger? Okay, see. Yeah. yeah, you're having a senior moment right now. We'll let I'm you having a senior thoughts. moment, yeah. <laughs> All the good old story. Yeah, we'll let you collect. And by the way, Jerry Parker wants to know how we feel about Trump. You guys want to say what you feel, how you feel about Trump? Yeah. Hell yeah. You're you're going to support Trump? Yeah, I'm in. You're in? Okay. I'll Um, vote for him. There's there's things I really don't like. You know, he's a New Yorker. He's anti-gun. Yeah. Um, I'm a New Yorker. Hank's a New Yorker. Yeah, I'm a New Yorker. I yeah, grew up that's in New York. Problem. Um, but listen, I'm no, I'm pro gun all the way. Guns for everybody. That's what I believe, you know. Um I believe <laughs> guns should be taught in school as far as I'm concerned, right? Yeah. Marksmanship, yeah. all that kind of stuff, safety, handling, etc. Um, I mean, we used to take guns to school and go hunting after school. Mm-hmm. Hell, we made it a damn club. Yep. Yep, I think that we have to do intramurals. Yeah, there's things that Trump did, like stuff he did with the NRA when they did this whole bump stock thing and some other stuff that Trump's done. I'm I'm not happy with that. Um, Looking at 
yeah, th- so there's definitely things there, right there, that I'm not happy with. Looking at the field, obviously knowing Trump's going up on the Republican side, not knowing exactly who's going to go up on the Libertarian side. Although, what was the name of the guy that we had on that's running in the Libertarian Party? Um, what was the name of that guy? I forgot. We had him on that he's running. I heard he's doing, actually, he's doing pretty well. Adam. Uh, yeah, Adam Kokesh. Ko- Adam Kokesh. Um, but basically, Adam said that he's dismantling the government as soon as he becomes president, um, which, hey, might actually be a good thing now that you think about I mean, it. <laughs> he, he, I wish Adam might that, be a prophet. Yeah. I yeah. was hoping that when Trump got in there, he just burned D.C. down to the ground. <laughs> yeah. So Adam might have a point. He might have a point. Um, so so that's who's on the libertarian side. And then on the, I'm not there's none of those people. On on the other side, on the uh, on the oh. Democrat side, that I would vote for. So if you ask me who I would vote for right now, it's either Trump or Adam Kokesh. That's what I would say to you. You know, um, that's where I'm at, and I don't dislike Trump either. Obviously, being a New Yorker, none of the crazy stuff the Democrats keep trying to bring up against him really phases me. The, the stuff that ah. makes me mad is what he's done. I think he's done, he's put in gun control and he's done stuff that's anti 2A, and I'm not super happy about that. Yeah, I might be happier if uh, Junior was president, but. Yeah. You know. Now, like, he got the, uh, he just got that, um, all the export shit, ITAR and all that crap. Mm-hmm. Push through, you know, which I'm really? happy as hell about. Yeah. Um, okay, so when it, did he sign that stuff? I thought he signed it. Oh no, it's it was put up on the government website, and it's got to be up there for mm-hmm. 90 days uh, for comment. Yeah, 60 days, 90 days, and now they already went through the comment thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because I commented on it. Okay. That, I commented on it back when Obama was in office. Um, and he put it up, and I can't remember how long it's got to be up there, mm-hmm. and then it'll go into law. Okay. Okay. I mean, look, he's done, I think he's made some progress in all this time that and for his entire term, uh, people have been trying to basically impeach him. You know, he's got some things done. I just don't like what he's done in regards to guns that basically a lot of us on the gun side. But you see, this is a problem with the NRA. The NRA anointed him and said he was pro-Second Amendment, pro-gun, and everybody else went along with that. I questioned that, but at the end of the day, I voted for him, you know, Um, between him and Hillary. Huh? We we have a Republican governor, a Republican attorney general, a Republican legislature, Mm -hmm. and they're still pushing through gun regulations. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they should all be taken out and hung. And a lot of that is those guys are were given permission by the NRA. They're getting bought off by Bloomberg, you know, and yeah. they're just wusses. They don't really believe in the Second Amendment, Constitution, or any of that stuff. So, except um, when it comes for themselves, they're they're going to write new laws that they can carry anywhere. Absolutely, and that's what we're seeing happening here in Florida. That they're giving themselves protections that to to the laws that they're creating. That we yeah. don't have. It, nothing should be that way. Well, that's nothing typical that politicians. Way. Yeah. You know, oh, you peons have to follow these rules, but we have our own set of rules over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So I don't know if that gave you a good answer. Someone asked me if I'm trolling. <laughs> we had Adam Kokesh on. And you know what? I, I see the whole picture of Adam Kokesh. I don't think he's... Uh, I, I thought I thought it was really interesting having him on. So we'll see which day. Who do you th who do you guys even follow? What the libertarians are doing? Do you think who do you think is going to come up in the libertarian party? Well, I, I hope my buddy Larry Sharp runs. Uh, he was running for governor of the state of New York on the libertarian party, and mm -hmm. Larry's a great guy. Okay, yeah, I think the the libertarians are getting lost in some things that yeah. I mean, I think that's where they lose us as gun guys, because I think a lot of us are really in the middle. Um, obviously, I know yeah. some, gun guy, some gun guys are all the way right. Some gun guys are liberal, even Democrats, right? But I think most of us are in the middle. We just, we want to be able to defend ourselves, but we don't, there's certain, like, we want, the, we want small government, et cetera, but we don't care what people do in the privacy of their own homes. It doesn't hurt kids or take something away from us, right? Yeah. So, um yeah, Len Holt says, no way, ain't no way Adam K. will be elected. Okay. All right. Who do you guys think is going to be the lineup when we get down there? It's going to be Trump versus who? What do you guys think? Tell us right now. Let's make predictions. It's not going to be Biden. You don't think it's going to be Biden? No, it's not going to be Biden. Is it going to be Warren? I think it's going to be Warren or uh, Curmudgeon guy. Wait, what's his name? Uh, Bernie? Sanders, Bernie. No, they're not going to. Yeah, no, the, the Democrat Party is against. Yeah. Let Sanders go. Yeah, I think it's highly unlikely it's going to be Sanders, even though he has yeah. a lot. Look, even though Joe Rogan is supporting him, <laughs> I don't know. The Democratic Party, Democrat Party does not care uh, what anyone else thinks. So I don't listen. I still think it's going to be Trump versus Hillary. I think Hillary's out there in the shadows, man, waiting to pounce. Oh. So, oh. If it's I'm a just reading on Drudge, it says Buttigieg twenty seven percent, Sanders twenty five, Warren eighteen, Biden fifteen. Yeah, yeah, we uh, I mentioned that at the top. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, if you lead, uh, just just an FYI, um, Ben Carson won uh, the Iowa caucuses, mm -hmm. but typically the person that wins the Iowa caucus doesn't win the uh, president, or I should say, the nomination. Yeah, so I think Buttigieg and um, and and um, Sanders and and Bernie Sanders they shared that right. I think they got the same amount of delegates, and then um, and then Warren, and then I think that uh, Biden got zero delegates. But it doesn't matter at the end of the day. It's either going if it's not I. This is my prediction. If it's not Biden, then it'll be Hillary. No, that's my. Okay. I think it'll be Biden first, and if it's a Clinton. It's going to be, uh, what's her name? Chelsea? Uh, yeah, slut puppy, Chelsea. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't, think, I don't think Chelsea Clinton wants any of this right now. I think, it's, I think Hillary is itching to get in at the last minute. Of course, we're all leaving out Bloomberg. So you guys think Bloomberg yeah. has no, no chance? I think he's got no shot. Bloomberg has got zero shot. I thought he was going to be a more potent weapon, but he has zero appeal. I mean, he's mm. everybody hates him. <laughs> he's got a lot of money. He's got a lot of money. He could buy his way in. He could do a bunch of things. But I think ultimately he can't out he can't outspend that entire machine. Well, no. he's doing a lot of commercial buys saying that 
Mike Blue, who some actors doing the read for the commercial. Mm-hmm. You know, I played a president, but Mike Bloomberg, he yeah. won. He's the guy that can unite the left and the right. I'm like, oh, really? I can't have a 32-ounce soda or salt on the damn table? And Bloomberg wants me to go up and down stairs in New York City? I'm like, F that. That guy isn't going to unite anyone. He's got a history. Yeah, I don't think – yeah, I don't think Bloomberg's going to get in there. I think the chances – of that, let me see. Someone said uh, Kathleen Music Lover says Bloomberg's going to be the nominee. So I'm just putting that on the record because Kathleen might be 100% right. She might have a crystal ball. Um, I just don't think. Um, and then what's the likelihood of former mayors of New York City actually going that far? I don't think it's ever happened. So former mayors oh. of New York City getting that far? I don't think so. And Most people wife. in America don't like former mayors of New York City. Um, and to me, uh, what's the name, um, uh, what's the name, uh, not Koch, um, Dinkins? No, not Dinkins, uh, Giuliani, Giuliani was the worst mayor ever in New York City. Uh, he didn't do so good. I'm not, I'm not a fan of Giuliani. A lot of problems that Trump has right now is actually caused, created because he's friends with Giuliani and Giuliani is very corrupt. I'm just going to tell you guys something right now. Giuliani has major, 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 major problems. But I don't really think a, a former mayor of New York City is going to go that far, regardless of how much money. I actually, hey, I think Bloomberg is spending a lot of that money and wasting it. And um, hopefully. I hope he spends all this money. Yeah, yeah. but he, And he's got a lot. He's got a lot. So. I hope he spends every dime. Yeah, he's got a lot of money. I don't think he has a chance. Um, and I know that they're really pushing Biden for whatever reason. Um, so that's why I'm thinking, yeah, but I'm thinking that Hillary's not done. I'm thinking, and as a matter of fact, didn't Hillary come out recently in the last couple of like in the last week or so and say that she's like, there was some leak or something that she's considering it coming in at the last minute. She's not going to go up. She's not done. I'm not saying she's done, but she's not going to go up. She's going to put Chelsea up. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if Chelsea wants to do it or not. Because plain and simple, Chelsea, you're going to do it or I will have you killed. No, I don't. <laughs> I brought you into this earth. I can take you out. Yeah, I don't. That looks just like you. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Do I don't think, think we're going to see Chelsea. Chelsea's not running. If she kills one more person. I don't think Chelsea. I don't think Chelsea's running. Wow. Um, Florida Gun says Dinkins is worse than Rudy. Dinkins was totally like had Dinkins is neutral. He was basically neutered. So that's why I say that Giuliani was worse. Dinkins really couldn't do anything. He had no power. He was, uh, wasn't was capable of doing anything. Huh? I have a beef with Dinkin about the, the Crown Heights rise. He's at the U.S. Open watching tennis while, uh, you know, the, the Crown Heights is going nuts. And yeah, he burnt. was totally useless, but he didn't last that long. He didn't last that long. I think that Giuliani was pretty – I mean, okay, look, Ed Koch, he was the one that was – he was the longest, the mayor, and there was stuff going on. I actually met Ed Koch a couple times. Uh, you know, someplace I used to work, I would see him all the time. But I think that you have to really look at how corrupt Giuliani was as the mayor of New York City. Are you guys really aware of that? His police commissioner was in jail. Not Bill Pratt. 
No. Do you remember Giuliani's com- uh, police commissioner got put up for the head of uh, Homeland Security? And then when right. they were when they were looking into his thing, they found out that when he was the police commissioner in New York, he was incredibly corrupt. There was they 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 were up to a bunch of stuff using their powers as police officers uh, in New York City, and that guy wound up in jail. How Giuliani didn't wind up in jail is just because he's a freaking mafioso. Okay, so and a lot of problems. If you notice, if you look at what's going on with uh, Giuliani, he makes more problems for Trump than he solves. Am I am I wrong on that? Giuliani goes on the news, makes more trouble for Trump than he solves. I you don't guys, know. You know it. You just don't want to admit it. I know it. I, I'm not a Giuliani hater. Yeah. Well. Okay. I, got I it. could really care less about yeah. Giuliani way. You know. Yeah. This is a New York thing. This is a New York thing. Yeah. Really. I mean, this is what's I'm, happening. What yeah. surprises <laughs> me is, is that you're actually surprised that a yeah. politician is corrupt. Yeah. Well, what? no, I'm not surprised. No, no, no. Night Train says Bernie Carrick. Do you remember Bernie Carrick? Go look that dude up. That guy was the police commissioner of New York City, and he was ridiculously corrupt. Very corrupt guy. Wound up in jail. Even though you see him on Fox News right now, they don't talk about the fact that his ass went to jail because he was so corrupt when you see him. on. Fo- that's why I can't look at Fo- I. That's why I don't trust Fox News, CNN, none of those dudes. You no, know. they're all liars. Yeah, yeah. You um, know, and I actually worked for Bill Brandt, uh, so I knew him personally. Nice guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay, listen. We're at nine. We're over nine o'clock. So we probably need to wrap it up here before we get all caught up in New York politics. State of the Union. Street, yeah, street level New York. Yeah, the State of the Union's coming up. Everyone's gonna go see that. Um, I, know I think I'm watching genealogy. Richard from BWE. I was gonna say he's gonna be sitting there cleaning his Uzi. Yeah. No, I can't watch that stuff. I'll just start shooting. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do this. Let's do this. First of all, I'm gonna ask everyone to smash the thumbs ups. Okay, uh, we appreciate that. Make sure you follow us on HankStrange.com. That's how you find out about all the different things that we have going on. You can sign up for the email list. I am gonna go over to Richard from BWE. Tell us, Richard, how can the folks follow you, find out more about you, find out all about your the soft, warm glow from your personality if they want to hang out with you. Look at that. Oh, I, I should really show so, you my signs, okay. but, you know, <laughs> I'd have to get them down and, I, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm on all the social media, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Mines, Gunstreamer. What am I missing? Um, I think that's that's pretty good. You're on, twi- you're, on tw- you're on Twitter, right? Twitter, yeah, and it's yeah. all variations of BWE firearms. Right. You know, whatever they're whatever they'll allow me to do. Awesome, um, awesome. You know, whether it's a dot or a space or you know, smash together. Uh, you can also go to my website at bwefirearms.com. Uh, what else? I think that's about it. Okay, that's pretty good. That's me on the Hank Strange show. Right, absolutely. Sometimes here on the show, absolutely. 100%. Okay, Richard Hughes and Pebbles. So uh, Pebbles wanted me to let you guys know that I'm 55 away from 2,000 subs on YouTube. So go to Flying Fish on YouTube and sub me up 
get me to 2000 and flyingrich.com. That's where all my social media is and the contact me or Pebbles page. Pebbles has his own Instagram. It's pebbles underscore Berg. How many millions of people following Pebbles? uh, I don't know. He he doesn't talk to me about that. Oh, okay. That's his own business. (laughs) Yeah, that's his business. All right. Very cool. Um, Like I said, um, make sure you guys get up on HankStrange.com. I'm going to drop the end right now. Boom. There it goes. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Ring the bell so you can be notified. Of course, thumbs up here. We appreciate that. And uh, we will see you tomorrow for the 500th episode of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast coming to you live tomorrow. Um, If anyone, if the folks that have already been on, if you're interested in coming back on tomorrow, let us know. Come back on for like five minutes, ten minutes, whatever. We're going to have a party here. We're going to give away some stuff. I think we got 500 rounds that we're going to give away, and we'll probably have some other stuff that I will talk Cocaine and coffee? (laughs) (laughs) No, this is not a Clinton uh, rally. It's not a Clinton rally. So, um, yeah, thanks for everyone for the support. Tomorrow we're going to do 500. Thanks so much to Richard Hughes, Flying Rich. Also thanks to Richard Hoffman, BWE Firearms. I uh, appreciate you guys. Any final words here for the people before we get out of here? What do you guys have to say? What? What? what do you guys say? So what should I bring over for lunch tomorrow, Rich? Uh, uh, whatever you want. I'll yeah. eat anything. Mail me, my, mail me my Bala song, dude. That's what you need to do. Or drop it by in person. Drop it by in person. There you go. Drop it off here. Yeah, or or that. Okay, or that. (laughs) We're out of here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. We're out.